Welcome to Self-Styled Life, the podcast designed to support professional women to aim high in their careers and create lives that are way beyond just fine. I'm Janelle Wiesack, a certified life and style coach. I also happen to have 30 years experience and counting in the corporate world. I've learned a thing or two over the years and today I support my clients to create tailor-made self-styled lives, which they do using my signature framework that intentionally combines clarity, mindset and action. In these episodes, I'll be sharing the concepts, tools and techniques to help you get clear and confident about the career and life you want, dance with your self-doubt and take the next step towards your dreams and goals. These same approaches have supported my clients to create incredible change in their lives. My clients have tapped into their strengths, built their self-belief and learned to live life their way. And now it's your turn. You deserve more than a life that's fine. You deserve true fulfillment and days that feel fabulous. You deserve your very own self-styled life. Hello, hello, fabulous people, and welcome to the latest episode of the Self-Styled Life podcast. I'm your host, Janelle Wiesack, and I truly hope things are wonderful in your world. At the time of recording, I can feel autumn in the air, which I'm super excited about. Autumn is by far and away my favourite season. Thank you so much for your continued support of this new podcast. It's not lost on me that you could have any one of two million potties in your ears right now, and the fact that you've chosen to listen to mine is such, such an honour. Thank you to everyone who has shared Self-Styled Life. I really do appreciate you supporting me, but more importantly, making it so that other women who need some inspiration or some guidance for styling their own lives can find us and join us too. Now, in today's episode, we're heading into a far more personal space than we have on the podcast so far. I'm answering a question that has been coming my way a lot recently, and that question is... Why do you choose to work in corporate and run a coaching practice? Now, when I think about it, I guess you could say that I'm actually re-answering this question because I have shared my thoughts on this one previously in my online journal over at JanelleWiesack.com. It got such a great response, though, that I thought it was worth taking some time to expand on my answers here on the podcast. So there are five key reasons why I choose to switch my time between my role as a program director in transformation for a large Australian bank and coaching. But before I chat some more about those reasons, let me share a bit of context. Like all working environments, both the corporate and the coaching industries have stories that tell you what it takes to be successful. And I use the word successful in inverted commas, not handy, I know. Uh, when you're recording a podcast, but you get what I mean. In corporate, there's a belief that you have to give every ounce of your blood, sweat and your tears to win. Again, in inverted commas. You have to be prepared to work all hours of the day and the night, not to mention every weekend, to climb that corporate ladder. And it's extremely important to show that you are committed to both your career and your organisation if you want to get anywhere. Then in the coaching world, there's a lot of talk about building your practice to a point where you can quit your corporate role. In some circles, not all, but in some, it's held up as the holy grail. 
and the thing you should be aiming for and ideally reaching in the shortest time possible because the corporate world is apparently sucking the absolute life out of you, which it might be, but I tend to believe that you can also thrive in corporate if you know how. Personally, I believe in defining my own version of success. I also believe in and strategies. Rather than choosing one or the other, I choose to work in corporate and build my coaching practice. Working part-time in both industries gives me the best of all worlds. And here's why. Number one, my choice is a perfect example of how I'm self-styling my own life. Coaching is my way of supporting others. It's naturally how I show up in the world and I can't tell you how much I love it. But I also enjoy the leadership opportunities that come with working in corporate transformation. I have stimulating work, I've got an awesome team and options for growth. All things that I value highly. There's a saying that we can't be what we can't see. And it's important for me that I practice what I preach. I also like to model what intentionality looks like for my clients, my team and this community. My hope is that if women can see me combining both worlds they'll be inspired to combine the best of their worlds, despite what either of my chosen industries might suggest is normal. The more women who can start living their lives by their own success measures, rather than what their industry or their boss or a parent or a partner might say, the better. Another thing that I see regularly with women in corporate and professional careers is a fear of sharing any of their outside interests. So much so that sometimes women don't pursue those interests in the first place. I've seen this go so far that women haven't even shared that they have a partner or children with their corporate colleagues. I think there are two reasons behind this. The first one is garden variety risk mitigation, where we protect ourselves from the risks of rejection or disappointment by not putting ourselves out there or sharing our whole selves. The second one is slightly more nuanced, but the outcome ends up being the same. Women either won't do the things that call them or won't share them because they're concerned that they'll be perceived poorly and it will negatively impact their future career opportunities. It's really interesting to me that they rarely consider whether their outside work activities might enhance their career prospects. Women tend to assume that the things we explore on top of our careers will be seen in a less than fabulous light, which actually isn't the case in most instances, but it's definitely a common story we tell ourselves. Now, I introduced some of these mindset aspects in episode three of the podcast, as well as some tips to deal with less than supportive mindsets. So you might want to go back and have a listen to that one if you haven't already. And we need to remember that these actions that we take to hold ourselves back make perfect sense when we think of them in terms of protecting us from risk. But my hope is that by me working in both corporate and coaching and talking about it, I give someone else the courage to be open about their seemingly disparate parts of their lives that they'd like to pop together, just like a jigsaw puzzle. The second reason that I choose to work in corporate and build my coaching practice is that I get to use all of my skills and experience in an integrated way. Integrating my body of work became really important focus for me at the end of last year, Sometimes when you choose to work on multiple passions or projects, it's important to compartmentalize so that you can focus, but you've got to be really careful to ensure that you don't forget about all of the transferable skills that you build up when you work in this portfolio style way. Anyway, 
For a period of time last year, I'd fallen for the stories that my industries were telling me. I'd made up a story that I either had to be in coaching full-time or working in my director role full-time. Blending the two somehow didn't seem feasible, but I simply couldn't choose between the two, uh, and reasons three and four will explain why. But it was actually my own coach who pointed out that my all-or-nothing thinking wasn't serving me. I was in danger of leaving parts of me behind if I forced myself to choose between one role or the other. And the fact that I do both, which is relatively unique uh, for both fields, forms part of the value that I can offer clients and my employer. In fact, some of my clients question if I'd be able to have the same coaching impact without my current bankroll. And while I don't personally subscribe to that view, I do appreciate that my program director role is something that my clients value as part of my skill set. It's similar to the way they sometimes relate to the fact that I'm a creative writer or that I spent time as a single mum. It's the combination of all the parts of my history that are important. And it's that combination that allows me to support my clients with things like critical conversations with their boss or time management strategies for Christmas or even experiments to get back in the dating game. Reason three as to why I work in both corporate and coaching is the fact that I feel like I'm a better workplace leader thanks to my coaching experience. Now, you probably should ideally confirm that with my team, but I'm going to throw that out there anyway. The coaching experience gives me such a deep understanding of the protective beliefs that hold professional women back. And there are so many things I wouldn't be able to do without my coaching skills. For instance, I wouldn't have the skills or the toolkit that I turn to in the workplace every single day. I wouldn't do the reading or the professional development that I do in my coaching world that then enhances how I show up in my corporate day job. And I wouldn't be aware or as aware of my own impact on the workplace dynamic. Coaching impacts the coach first and all of the work that I've done in the space has definitely impacted how I show up. Reason number four has similarities to reason number three. I know I'm a better coach and mentor because I'm still in the corporate game. With over three decades of experience behind me now, it almost freaks me out to think about the fact that I've built up 30 years, 31 years now, experience in corporate. But my coaching clients work almost exclusively in multinational or national corporations and things shift at lightning speeds in those worlds like most professions. And coaches who can blend current knowledge of the corporate game with coaching experience are in a great spot to support their clients. Working week in, week out in the space means that I speak the language that my clients use. I can relate immediately to the situations they find themselves in and support them fully with the career goals or life goals that they have while they're working in corporate. All right, the fifth reason that I choose to combine a corporate career and a coaching practice is a half painful one for me to admit. But anyway, I tend to get bored really easily. There have been so many times in the past that I wished I was wired differently, but I'm not. And this fact that I get bored results in the added bonus of having a high tolerance for change. From hairstyles to cushion covers, I'm prone to want to switch. And all of that switching actually energises me. I have a close friend who can guess pretty accurately what year a photo was taken thanks to whatever hairstyle I have in the photo. In a similar way to getting a fresh hairstyle, I find that swapping between coaching and corporate really, really refreshing. 
I rarely get overtired because I get to experience so much variety and I'm more engaged in every aspect of my career. I can work all day, then coach, which tends to suit clients who are working all day too. And I can create content on the days off, which means I show up better every day for my clients and for my corporate team. So there you have it. This is a short and sweet episode, I know, but they're the five key reasons that I choose to work in corporate and build a coaching practice. And I hope by sharing this, I am giving you inspiration to join the dots on things in your life so that you can live a life that's full of things that you love too. Now again, just to recap the five reasons that I choose to do this. The first one is so that I can model what self-styling a life might look like for you. The second was where I reflected on the fact that I'm working in a multi-hyphen or portfolio career allows me to integrate all of my skills and abilities. Number three was all about leadership, that after 31 years in corporate, I still have leadership opportunities to look forward to, and I'm a better leader because of my coaching experience. Number four was all about the flip side. I'm a better coach and mentor thanks to my recent experience in corporate. And finally, number five related to my low threshold for boredom and the fact that variety and change actually energizes me. Please trust me when I say there is so, so, so much value in doing all of the things you love and finding ways to combine your passions and all of your skills and experience. And remember, if you want more support self-styling your life, you can grab a copy of Permission Granted over on the website and start completing some of the foundation exercises. I'll be back with another episode of Self-Styled Life really, really soon. But until then, stay fabulous. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I'd be super grateful if you hit the subscribe button or even took a moment to leave a review. And if you want more support, head to JanelleWiesack.com and grab the free toolkit, especially designed to help you build your self-styled life. I'll be back soon with another episode, which I couldn't deliver without the production skills of Darcy Bruce or the creative support of Jenna from Jenna Lee Biz. But until then, stay fabulous. Mm-hmm.